Okay, good morning. Today's class is Lu Nishmat Yerachmiel Daniel Ben Gedalia and Lu Nishmat Tzion Ben Neima. Also in the success in Yerachmiel Ben Gedalia, Ben Neima, Gadiel Ben Lisheva, Shefa Ben Lisheva, Em Ben Lisheva, Reina Malka Betol Basha, and the Rufus Shleim of Daniel Ben Sarim of Shalom Ben Yavne. God willing, also this Wednesday we're going to actually have a class with me and my wife on. Uh, Shalom Bayit, on how we met. There's a lot of questions people have, and I'm very happy that she's getting involved in this uh, project now. I'm very excited for that. My wife is a powerhouse. Uh, she's a powerhouse, and she could do a lot of good for a lot of people. And I'm finally glad that after uh, 11 years, <laughs> she's finally plunging in and getting into the care of work. Um, very excited about that. So that's very good news. Um, God willing, also... Um, today's class is also go- Today's class is going to be Pretty much on the 40 day challenge We're going to talk about the 40 day challenge Tomorrow we're going to talk about the Tikkun HaKalali um, This is probably the most important One of the most important classes to listen to It's very very important Also Please rate the podcast And share the podcast Thank God we have over 650 reviews Which is great We need to get to like 1500 The more we get The, the better the guest I can bring on that's my next step to these classes, to bring in God willing Tony Robbins, to bring in Joe Dispenza, to bring in really, really, really big people, and then really, really mix the spirituality with the uh, practical psychology. But it'll be, it'll get, we can get so many more people if we, if we get these kind of names on there, specifically Joe Dispenza. That's, that's going to happen. There's no question it's going to happen. And just talking about the science of faith and the science of Amuna and, and practically what happens to our brain when we go into Amuna, that's really, really the goal that I want to get to. But at the end of the day, it's all Rab Nachman. We should all know that. But they, the language that these people have um, is definitely going to help us. Okay, so today's class, we're going, because it's the week of Yisod, every single week, we just went through Hod. I'm sure everybody had a, a humble week last week. I definitely had a humble week last week. So this week, what we have to conquer really, really is Yisod. Yisod re- represents, Kabbalistically represents the foundation Remember, all the blessings in our life gather at Yesod, gather at Yesod, and then it goes into Mahut. Mahut is the vessel, which is next week, but all the blessings gather at Yesod. Basically, when you're asking for an order in life, it has to clear customs. Customs is Yesod. You can have a lot of orders, you can have a lot of potential, but if it doesn't go through Yesod, it doesn't go through customs, you can't clear customs, what's happening? It goes to the other side. Where did this problem begin? Yosef also represents Yosef at Tzadik. What was Yosef known for? Yosef was known for running away from Potiphar, Potiphar's wife. So because of that situation, he had a self-sacrifice. What happened? Because he split. When the Jews were stuck in the desert, when they were stuck and the sea was about to split, it split because of Yosef's bones. This is why they brought Yosef's bones in Egypt, why in the world would you bring Yosef's bones? Because the merit of a person sacrificing, splitting from this tava, which is the number one tava in the world, sexual promiscuity, he split, the sea split. So you could just see that the, the changes of your life, how your life will change. The reason why Rab Nachman is needed in this generation, because I would say other sectors, they talk about it, but they talk about it very sparingly. Where Rab Nachman says, here you go. You have two decisions. Either you look at it and deal with it, or it's not for you. Reb Nachman's so direct on this message, actually the second Torah, that he tells us, if you don't have Shemirat Brit, if a person doesn't keep the Brit, he's not going to be able to pray. He won't come to prayer. So at the end of the day, if you can't come to prayer, how can you change yourself? <laughs> Think about it. If I don't have prayer, I don't have change in my life. Practically. And this is why it's so important. I'm going to talk about 10, 10, 10 things that's going to help you. 10 things, why we need to do it. Why we need to do this 40-day challenge. I'm going to talk about the 40-day challenge. And remember, when I talk about the 40 days, or the reason why we use the number 40 is because 40 represents a new change. Or sages say if a person stops doing something for 40 days, he can get a change. But remember, if you're 350 pounds, you probably need a 40-day challenge just to get you to 315. <laughs> But then you still got more to do. But we need to get rid of the layers little by little. Um, 
And the merit of Yosef Atzadik, he married this. There's no greater joy than I get than getting invitations in the mail for weddings. I get them all the time. I'm going to be honest with you. I get them all the time, emailed, etc. Thank you, Gedalia. I did the 40-day challenge. I fixed the Brit. I met my wife. I can't tell you how many times I see that. Obviously, I could, our time is very limited. Our ADHD is on, on a high in life. So I don't talk about the, the stories and the emails that I get. But you obviously see when you see a thousand people in Park East, you can imagine nobody's there for Park East itself. <laughs> We're there because there's a lot of results that people are getting. With, the cl- with my classes, I believe either you're into it or they're, they're you know, I've had many people also tell me, Gedalia, I couldn't stand your classes. Couldn't stand them. I hated you. I said, what did I do to you? Did you? I didn't even know anything to you. And then I finally broke down and then I started getting into the classes and then I changed. So it's normal not to, at these kind of classes, again, we're not here to just talk about, you know, fluff. I'm a Scorpio. I'm going to tell it to you exactly the way it is. You like it or not, don't take it personal. This is what's going to get you. This is the, exactly the way I would want to be treated. If I'm down on the dumps, I don't want to, don't sugarcoat things to me. It's not, I'm not a Gemini, Lib, don't, don't sugarcoat things to me. Tell me what needs to be done because I want to win. And the same thing I want to tell people, don't take this personal. But we need to explain to this, car, this class itself, you know, society today will tell you what you don't know won't hurt you. But I can't tell you that's, a, that's true anymore. It's what you don't know it's hurting you. We have an image in our head. Oh, what you don't know doesn't hurt you. That's not really true right away. It's not true, by the way. It's actually when you, our sages tell us that knowledge and mercy are very connected. The more knowledge you have, the more mercy gives you. So today, you cannot afford to be ignorant and arrogant. You can't afford it. It's not possible anymore. Why? Because there's tons of information out there. And you can get the information. So today, you can't just say, I didn't know. I didn't know I have to pay taxes on, on April 15th. Okay, until the IRS comes and tells well, you, what do you think? I, don't, I didn't know. You can't do that anymore. That's not an option anymore. I think we have that naive option. Oh, I didn't know, I didn't know. No, no, no. If you're struggling in your business, you just don't say, I didn't know. You figure out a way to win and end the story. That's another important message to that we, can, we cannot be ignorant and arrogant anymore. Um, it's, not, it's killing our gains. It's not getting us anywhere. So that attitude itself does not work anymore. You can't just say I'm traditional. Okay, but I'm not attracting my soulmate. Except. Remember, guys, there's plenty of men and women out there, but there's not plenty of clarity. There's a lot of people, but there's not a lot of clarity. And that's what we want to get you to. I want to get you to a place of clarity. Okay? So again, what I want you to come think about this class right away before you go, go into We're not here to guilt the you-know-what out of you. We're here to tell you to take the sadness into a broken heart. Okay? I changed as a miracle. I found Rabbi Nachman's book. It said sexual impurity leads to poverty. Once I heard that, you don't need to tell me anything else. I don't want to be poor. I'll do anything not to be poor. It was, my intentions was not to get closer to God originally. It was just, I don't want to be broke. End the story. And that created enough leverage to tell me, I'm not going to be broke. End the story. So I, what, I, what do I need to do? Where do I need to go? What do I need to read? That was my sense of urgency. It was not rooted in getting closer. I, I want to be completely honest with you. Afterwards, when I started feeling and connected to God, and that took me on a whole different path. But the original intention was not to be spiritually connected. Okay? It was just, I don't want to be broke. Bottom line. And after losing all the money that I lost and after seeing all of the, what I saw in my life and the suffering that I went through because of this, once I, 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 it changed, it changed drastically in my life. And remember, my story is your story. I, I, there's no question. I, I ask myself, how in the world am I doing this? It's very simple. It's not, it's not even me. Just forget me. Just pretend I'm, I got picked by heaven to make this message and just don't focus on me. Focus more on the message. And I have a good way of deliberating it, making it practical. And, and so remember, I don't want you to focus on sadness and depression of what you've done. I really want to focus, make you focus on a broken heart. It's okay to have a broken heart, created the world. I have distance from you. I've gone very dirty places in my life. I've gone to places where I don't even... I don't, sadness is not going to get us anything because we need a lot of courage to do this. You need a lot of strength and courage to do this. And you, if you're sad, you're not going to have energy to do it. 
What you need is a broken heart and a sense of urgency. To tell you created the world, I don't know where I am, I don't know what to do, but I can't deal with this anymore. That's a broken heart. That's very precious. Because after that, you're going to get joy, you're going to get that's humility. Versus, I'm sad, I'm depressed, I don't have the energy. <laughs> we can't do that with that. That approach is not. So right away, we want to convert sadness to a broken heart. Also, remember, we are here to repair. We are not here to despair. Your creator is more interested in the repair than the despair. How do we know this? Very simple. Adam sinned, sinned for 130 years. This is where this mess began. Adam separated from his wife and he sinned for 130 years. He was spilling the seed. For those 130 years, souls were made up. And those souls came back through a cleansing. It came back through the, the flood. It came back through um, eventually Egypt. And this is the slavery, the cleansing of Egypt was all these 130 souls. This is why we have to go through this process. So at the end of the day, all these souls come up. The reason why our sages say that this issue is the biggest sin at all is because the same thing, a seed itself has the ability to create a child. You are created from this seed. So anything that has potential for creation has potential for the opposite. So when a person spills the seed, or he creates this issue, that soul, you create a soul without a body. Do you understand? So it becomes a, 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 a klipa. What a klipa is, is like, it's like, it's an energy that doesn't have a body. It's like a wandered soul. So it has to attach, attack the person who created it. Like you created the mess. Like for example, let's say all of a sudden you, you eat wrong. Next thing you know, you created... Next thing you know, from obesity created, uh, you know, diabetes. Now you have to deal with the diabetes. One thing is eating bad, but now you created a problem. The same thing. We create these extra things. So the reason why we say the tikkun aklali, which that tomorrow I'm going to just talk about what exactly a tikkun aklali is. A tikkun aklali is, has the ability to take those souls that, that left and bring them back to the, to, to the, to the place of holiness. This is why we say the Tikkun HaKlali. It's because you're not doing, it's not just a cleanser, but itself has the ability to take that soul that left and bring it back to its place. And then if it brings back, goes back to its place, it can no longer have jurisdiction on you. It goes back to the place. So that Klippa does not get there. We have to also recognize that every single addiction starts as a spider web and then it becomes a rope. Before, it was just a spider web. Oh, big deal. Now you get, you're pretty much, you're, you're, this is like a rope pulling you. So sometimes you say, oh, it's not a big deal. Next thing you know, wow, oh, I can't get out of this. And this is why our creator tells us, I'm the one who took you out of Egypt. Your creator wants you to be free, not get high, or be hooked to things. Slavery is not a Jewish concept. Getting out of slavery is a Jewish concept. So your ability to recognize this is going to be a process. You're going to fail. You're going to have ups and downs. Don't focus on the results, focus on the process. Very, very important. I myself, when I was gambling, very, very connected to uh, failing many times. But at the end of the day, don't focus on the results, focus more on the process. Because remember, the number one thing is getting closer to your creator in this mission. So let's talk about 10 things that this affects. Number one is your spiritual connection. A person spills a seed. Also, you have to understand something. It's not just spilling the seed, it's also when you're getting married or you're having relationships with non-Jews, all of this stuff, even with Jews, they're in nida. It's very important for a couple to keep nida. I'm going to talk about it another day, but nida is basically when a woman goes to the mikvah. Just the percentages, I believe, of couples that keep nida, marriages stay 75% versus the other ones that don't. The, the numbers are drastically, if you're just look, looking at this scientifically. The reason why... Very simple. You need renewal in your marriage. If everything becomes too, too, too the same, eventually people fizzle out and they end up doing stupid things. So keeping the Brit also is not just spilling the seed, but also having relationships with the Nida. And also it affects pretty much your, number one, your spiritual connection. Rabbi Nachman tells us that a person's mental faculties are elevated 
when he has sexual purity. And the, to the degree that a person's mind is rectified and perfected is according to your level of spiritual purity. So your, your connection with God and your spiritual connection with God and your sexual connection is very, very connected. That means you cannot come to spirituality without fixing this issue. Number one, it will not last. This is why the word Amalek attacked the Jews in the back. They attacked the weak ones. Why did they attack the weak ones? Because they attacked them, and what did they do? They, 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 they cut their organs and they threw it on high to tell God, this is what you think is the greatest? Here we go, I'm going to cut the organs and they threw it in heaven. Now, now do something about it. So any time, also, we know where is another source of this. We know another very famous source. The Jews itself have a lot of mazal. But when they fall in this department, how do we know this? From Bilam. Bilam tried to curse the Jews three times. They said, I can't curse them. They're blessed. Except when he got them at the 50% off sale at, with, the, with, the, with the woman from Moab. And next thing you know, they ended up getting into an orgy. And that's where they got the 24,000. Uh, they got destroyed. So you could see, you're blessed. As long as you, you're holding on to this, that's your strength. You're good. But once you fall there, you lose the blessings. You lose the blessings, you lose the mazal, etc. And I myself recognize this right away. So it's very, very, number one, your spiritual connection. Your spiritual connection is very, very connected to this. If you want to be spiritual, now what is the price of being spiritual connected? <laughs> There's no price for it. You feel clarity, you feel, you feel normal, you feel like you, you have desires to grow. But when you have this, all your desires stop. You have no desire to grow. Opposite, you have desire to, to do other things. So you, you stop wanting to win, to win. You stop desiring, you stop wanting to hit goals. And that itself is a problem because our creator wants us to desire and we lose that desire. Number two, your mazal, motzi zelabatala, the same words for motzi zelabatala, is mazal. So my mazal, which is my guardian angel, my GPS, where I'm supposed to go, your mazal protects you, tells you where you're supposed to go in life, that's your mission. You need, in order to get your mission, you need mazal. And your mazal basically, it's like taking the batteries out of the GPS. You have no mazal. So the mazal itself is connected to your mission. We're going to talk about wealth and money also afterwards. So your, your mazal also gets affected if, with this issue. Number three, your emotions. Your emotions are all over the place. A person, Ram Nachman tells us, the person cleaves. When he spills the seed, his emotions are all over the place. He cannot control his anger. He's not going to be able to control. We're going to talk about exactly the three klipas. One klipa makes you have brain fog. Brain fog means I can't focus on anything. You, 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 could, you can go to a heat game for three hours, pay attention. But if I tell you, listen, just read this paragraph in Hebrew, uh, 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 you won't even be able to read a paragraph. That's to show you how insensitive, how, how much klipas. Anything spiritual, you won't even have five minutes for it. You have ADHD. ADHD today, I will tell you, is very, very connected to this issue. of Because of, back then, it was, just, it was just pornography. It was just spilling the seed. Now, you have a double problem. It's spilling the seed and pornography. So now, what happens? Your dopamine levels are going to 200%. You can't maintain that level, ever. And what happens? You need more and more and more of it. So the more and more and more you eat, the more, the more your brain gets hijacked to a level that you can maintain. So basically, you're going from a 200 dopamine to all of a sudden regular life. And how in the world are you going to be able to, to, to be happy with the smallest things? You can't because your brain is so jacked up. It's pretty much like taking cocaine. Cocaine's 400% dopamine. Porn is 200% dopamine. But the problem is porn, it's so accessible. It's two minutes, too accessible. So the problem with that, even with women, it leads to depression. Chemically. Just a chemical. Forget religion. Forget anything. It, the dopamine levels, you cannot maintain those dopamine levels. And then when you can maintain those dopamine levels, you cannot be happy with little things. You will never be happy with little goals. The good thing about the 40-day challenge is through a, when you're doing a challenge, that itself releases dopamine. You understand? When I'm taking on a challenge and I keep on hitting the goals, okay, well, I'm one day clean, two day clean three-day cleans. That itself will actually give you the right dopamine because now you're going towards a challenge and you're earning it versus not earning it. Two minutes, you're on the internet. Next thing you know, you get shame. So that's another connection that your emotions will be all over the place. So one of the emotions, obviously, is brain fog. 
what, that's one of the klipa that does is it gives you brain fog. Another klipa, and this is, I had all three of them. Another klipa that you get is a ruach sara, a tremendous amount of depression. You see today 17-year-old kids, 18-year-old kids, and just tremendously depressed. Like, you haven't lived life. How can you be so depressed? Like, what in the world happened to you at 17 that you're already saying, that's it, I'm done? What, when the, you haven't lived. How can you be so depressed? And obviously today we have the double M&M problem, masturbation and marijuana. So how do we medicate feelings of depression, anxiety, which are really created by the pornography and klipa? You medicate it with marijuana. And that gives you another problem onto itself. So now you have two problems. M&Ms. That's the, the new generation today. Masturbation, marijuana. M&M. You're in the M&M problem? That's it. There's no way the brain's going to work. Because either you're jacking it up with dopamine or you're, you're medicating it with marijuana, which is leading to other kinds of... You lose your memory with marijuana. And studies are showing. People can't remember anything anymore. And me, what do you hear in this world? To remember. To remember why you're here. Not to completely numb everything out because you don't feel. God should help us. That should help us. So it gives you a ruach of depression. It's a klipa. It's not you. You are a soul. But when a soul has a klipa, it creates that. That's what's very, very important. You are not the turkey. You are acting like a turkey, but you are not a turkey. <laughs> very, very important. You're a prince that's underneath the table acting like a turkey. But you have to remember that you are a prince. You're just acting like a turkey. Very, very important. Because if I think I am this, I'm done. Because I have no hope. So it, the third klipa is, is called a ruach, it's called a, a flashing fire. This flashing fire is impulsiveness. You will not be able to control any kind of impulse. And this, people can relate to this. Impulsiveness, impulsiveness. Either they'll get impulsiveness to this, and impulsiveness is one-on-one addictions. Impulsive nature, cannot control themselves. This is a klipa, and it's all connected to spilling the sea. You should know that. So your emotions, forget about it. <laughs> forget about it. You're in a roller coaster, you're angry, you're depressed, you're angry, you're depressed. You try to medicate it, you try to do this. The problem is not the outside, it's the, it's, it's the klipas. Number four, it's going to kill your self-esteem. And what happens is when people have low self-esteem, what do they do? Well, I have low self-esteem, so I might as well pick up more girls. So I'm, I'll, I'll give the illusion that I'll feel better about myself. But you end up picking up, you, you, it's like basically hanging up, hanging out in bankruptcy court and saying, look, look how many business partners I have. Don't you see I'm rich? But you're in bankruptcy court, my friends. You're still in the negative. So you pick up girls just to make yourself the illusion that you could still, you know, but this is only feeding the low self-esteem. Because obviously these girls that you're picking up in low self-esteem are going to do nothing but make you go, make you, get you away from the real mission. So you could see people, look, 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 pictures with girls, it's low self-esteem. It's like taking, you know, would I put myself, would I, imagine, what would I, what would I look like if I put my, if I had a picture of myself with like, a, in, in a breakfast buffet, eating pancakes, eating, <laughs> eating cereal, eating a sausage, eating this eating like seven, eight things and taking a picture of me eating those things. What would it look like to you? To, look at this guy. Look how much food he has. You should, people say, this guy needs healing. Look how much food he needs to eat in order to be content. So the same illusion that this is better, you would never look, but that person is spiritually poor. So you could see it's not something you should be proud of. It's something you should say, oh my God, where have I gone to? We don't celebrate when we lose. You know, one thing is that when I was divorced, I was able to get remarried because I know this is not a time for celebration. This is a time to build, rebuild. But today you see divorced men, they get lost and they start celebrating. What, ce- what are you celebrating? What, what in the world are you celebrating? You need to go rebuild. Like, imagine like Joe Biden today celebrating. What, what do you ce- he thinks he's celebrating. What in the world are you celebrating? Like, what is there to celebrate? You, you rebuild. It's a time to rebuild. This is exactly, we don't want to run away from ourselves. So this kills self-esteem. Kills self-esteem because you're receiving something without working for it. And it's just fueling the low self-esteem. And when you have low self-esteem, you have a very low self-worth. So at the end of the day, you're not going to put too much effort into yourself. And this is one of the things that spilling the seed causes low self-esteem. 
Why? Because you're getting dopamine for free. Second, because you haven't put any work in, in your life. Third, because you feel horrifically about yourself. Fourth, because you just, you lose your hope and it leads you to despair. That's why fixing it is ultimately, self-control is ultimately fixing this issue. Number five, it kills your clarity. You will not have any kind of clarity in your life. Again, and then medicating it with, it's just you'll not have clarity. So the, the reason why I tell people to start doing it, you need, I need you, you're in like a, a bad storm and you don't even have the windows, the windshield wipers working. You're not going to, forget who you, who you I need a zivug. What, what are you talking about? You need to be able to look 10 feet past the yard. For your, the zivug is not, it's not even close. You don't even know what's good for you. So you need clarity. Clarity is before success. Because all again, it makes us impulsive. Another thing it does is it, 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 it completely, Rav Nachman tells us, to the extent, the more spilling of the seed, the more you're going out with these improper relationships, the less likely you're going to end up meeting your soulmates. It's, direct, it's the law of attraction. That means the more you go this way, that your soulmate goes completely the opposite. Pretty much. The more you fix it, the more you can attract your soulmate. Mm-hmm. Many times people tell me, Gedalia, after I, do, after I worked on myself, after fixing myself, etc., I started attracting my soulmate. She came back to me. Yes, that's very, could happen. Absolutely. Because remember, she goes in directly proportion to where you go. Women also have this issue as far as they're, it's really the man's job, but if they get too physical with the guy, they're chasing the guy away. So the woman, because she loses her self-esteem, she says, listen, if I sleep with him, he's going to connect with me. No. If you sleep with him, he's going to be disconnected from you. You can sleep with him after you're married, but not before. Again, nobody's perfect, but I'm trying to explain to you why you're not getting results in certain areas of your life. And you cannot just be ignorant and say, well, it's the new world today. Also, when you have this problem, you start developing false compassion. So today, where is the compassion going? In the wrong side today. Compassion for all kinds of, let's not even go there. But there's certain parties that have the, the you know what, that have all these ridiculous compassions. So I don't understand today how a religious Jew can, 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 can say these ideas are good. And how could they even promote or vote for these ideas today? I have no idea how how that's possible, because these ideas promote nothing. They're all anti-Torah. Every single one of these ideas that are coming out from the side, which is rooted in, in blemish of the Brits, because remember, Rabbi Nachman tells you, when you lose the Brits, when you lose, this affects your mind. Back then, when people were crazy, you know what they used to do? They used to castrate them. They used to castrate them. Because remember, we spoke about last time, when the heart goes straight to the mind and it has nothing to cool it off, it lead, made a person insane. It made a person completely insane. So these ideas today, where you're getting these ridiculous ideas, that's why at the end of the day, what do you see? Nothing but pro- promiscuity. At the end of the day, it's all child molesting and God forbid, and, and all kinds of tumah, of tumah. You know, even the Harvey Weinsteins, the guys you think are rich, and the this, and the, all of this. At the end of the day, it's tumah. Even, even the guy Spitzer. The whole Wall Street was scared of the guy. What happens? What does the Gemara tell you? When a person runs after harlots, he's going to lose his voice. His voice is his parnasa. When you run after harlots, you're not even going to have a piece of bread to eat. At the end of the day, don't be fooled with what looks good, because at the end of the day, you see everything crashes. Everything crashes at the end of the day. You know, I never forget my, the guy cutting my hair. He's like, you know what? I don't know how, many t- how much longer I'm going to be able to cut, cut your hair. I'm in the stock market and I'm, I'm on Dogecoin, so I, don't, I might retire soon. I said, do me a favor, do me a favor. Humble up and don't give up your day job. You cut hair good. Right now he's begging, when can I cut your hair? Obviously. He thought he made a little money. Everybody becomes arrogant, money. And next thing you know, I'm good. And then Hashem shows everybody. Humble, humble up. Rabbi Nachman, is gonna, I'm going to give you exactly how to fix it. Fine. Again, it makes you also weaker because your, your, your seed is your strength. So your, your, your ability to be strengthened, etc. makes you weaker. It also creates herniated disc because the seed comes from where? It comes from the, it comes from the mind, goes into the spinal cord and affects the leg. So back pain, herniated disc, 
very connected to sexual promiscuity. Remember, the in Yesod, the organ is called the Brit. Okay? Again, there's a no-fat movement today, which the secular world has, has taken on. And you can see there's testimonials of what happened when people, no fat means no masturbation. Or improper sex, I believe. You could see what people's faces have changed. You could literally see what has happened to people before and after. Self-confidence went up. They were able to meet the right girls. They had more energy, more successful at work, more clarity. I mean, you, I don't even have to tell you, forget the Jewish shorts. Just look at the NoFap Challenge on YouTube and you will see exactly what has people, testimonials. You see, wh- wh- where's this guy? Who's this guy? Because very simple, your face. When you have the face of truth, you light, your face l- lights up. But when you have a face of darkness, you have a darkened face. Now, let me ask you a question. You're going to show up to a date and you're going to have this dark face and you're going to already size this girl up and she's going to look at you and she's going to say, I'm disgusted by this guy. Right away, she could see it. Remember, women do not work on logic. They work on feeling. So they feel, ugh, what an energy. You come with a negative energy and she feels that negative energy. And when she feels that negative energy, remember, a woman can know if you're cheating on her just by, by feelings. God made it that way. She's the antenna. She knows, oh, this guy's uh, cheating on me. I feel it. Well, how do you know that? She feels it because God gave her intuition. So you can't BS this out either. So you're going on a date, you're trying to marry her. She sees, I'm disgusted by this guy. It's not that you're not. It's just she, she feels God is not allowing her to feel chen. What you need is grace. She's not allowing that. So what does she do? This guy is no good for me. And she, and she embarrasses him. So this is why Reb Nachman says that you should take all embarrassments with happiness because the embarrassments are only actually to cleanse you from this. Embarrassed, I can't pay my bills, I'm broke. This is a form of embarrassment. I'm getting rejected. These are, the way you deal with embarrassments, like every single time you get embarrassed and you completely get embarrassed, because of this issue, you should, be, you should be jumping in the sky. I'll tell you why. Because you're actually getting cleansed. Because at the end of the day, when you embarrass somebody, or they're embarrassed, they're actually taking their... The blood is coming from red to white. So they're getting the cleansing quicker. So this is pretty much 10 reasons. Financial, zivug, clarity, spiritual clarity, happiness. I don't know. I don't know if that's enough. But these are 10... Why you need to do this challenge? Tips on why to do that. Again, the challenge is stop... You have to stop masturbating. Not important. I mean, it's not negotiable anymore. You just have to stop doing it. If you're in a relationship with a girl you're not going to get married to, cut. You have to be able to cut. Remember, they say when you're working out, abs are made in the kitchen, not in the gym. That means you can work out, but if you're not eating well, you're not going to get results. 80% is your diet, 10, 20% is your workout. Abs are made in the kitchen, not in the gym. <laughs> so, Spiritual gains are made in private, not public. So you have to cut. You have to cut the girls that you have no interest in. Because if you want to get married, you have to be honest and you have to be aligned with what you... You can't say, Gedali, get me this girl and then I'll get married. No, 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 no. <laughs> this is not going to work. If you want results and you're going to get results, you, we will get you guaranteed results. But you have to be able to be all in. You can't be this, you know... Yeah, I'll try. I, I'll try doesn't even exist. In the, in the, this is my life. What else am I going to do with my life? Well, the way I look at anything is I look at myself very simple. I say to myself, okay, if I continue this behavior for another five years, what is my life going to look like? And then you should say, wow, being broke for another five years, being depressed for another five years. Now, masturbation, pornography, and all these things are no longer pleasure to you. They are painful. So what we could do is we could switch in our brain the association versus pain versus pleasure. And now when you do this, you're going to have pain. For example, I, in London one, one year, I had food poisoning from meat. So when I look at meat, I don't associate it as pleasure. I associate it because I was so traumatized by that London episode. I was sick for three days. Couldn't, threw up three days in a row. It was the most horrific thing in the world. I look at meat, I'm so traumatized by the meat. Because I look at meat as, oh my God, food poisoning. That's my association. That's the way my brain links meat. Other people don't link their brain. 
Same thing as people in trauma. They link their brain to specific things. So when, I, when you link the pornography, is wasting the seed, you should all of a sudden look at it as this is painful. This is no longer pleasure. Right now you're looking at it as pleasure. But you should look at it as pain. I'm going to give you 10 tips. 10 to 11 tips on how to beat this. How to get leverage. How to get, how to get practical. What Rab Nachman advises on this. Remember, this is the number one thing guys should be working on. Number one. If this area is not soul in your life, it's the number one thing you should work on because it, it's just like alcohol. It affects every single part of your body. This affects every single part. Why? It's because the Shlach says, and the Shulchan Aruch says, it is the greatest, it's the biggest sin. It's bigger sinning than walking into a, a, a non-kosher restaurant and eating a cheeseburger and ham. This is much greater than a sin. People don't see it that way. They're very particular about Chal of Yisrael, but they're watching porn. I don't understand where we, where we lost the picture. This is the number one problem. This is the gorilla in the room that nobody's talking about. No idea why. But people don't want to deal with it. So Rabbi Nachman says, number one, you have to recognize the number one thing is get enough, get enough pain versus pleasure, like I just said. Look at the pain it's causing you and look at the pleasure you can get. Because at the end of the day, you need to link, this is pain. This is not pleasure. That's going to help you. When you start looking at this as painful, not pleasure. Number two, work on your faith. Because at the end of the day, where do you get? Rabbi Nachman says, if you're happy, I will personally save you from this problem. So you can see the, the connection between simcha. Now, where does this problem start? When I get the phone call that says, my husband's addicted to this. Okay. How did, he get, how did this happen? I could almost predict it. He lost money at work. He fell into a depression. And then he fell into this. That's how it works. So first it starts with, you lose your muna. When you lose your moon and you fall into depression, once you lose your depression, you have a problem. There's two things Rabbi Nachman says. There's, a, there's, a, there's one klipa that's saraviyagon, sadness, and there's another klipa called the, 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 the wife of the Satan. Her name is L-I-L-I-T-H. One klipa is falling into sadness today. We need to convert that to, to a broken heart or to surrender. But if you, if you save yourself from this one, you won't, be, you won't have to deal with this one. But if you don't save yourself from the, if you don't have that broken heart, it turns into sadness, that depression turns into money. This is why there's always a connection between gambling addicts and sexual promiscuity. They go hand in hand. Every, every gambling addict has a sex problem, guaranteed. Very rare do you not, do you not see that combination. And I've seen this in black and white in my rehab centers, obviously. So when you, lose, when you don't lose your faith, you will not lose, you will not fall into sadness because this is all running away from sadness, pretty much. So that's the hardest thing we have to work on is being, stay in balance. If you stay in balance, you won't fall into this. But if you don't stay in balance, once you're out of balance, God knows what can happen. Then you're vulnerable to this other side. Number three, work on your triggers. Do a Wim Hof breathing to interrupt patterns of, of negativity. Remember, it's a ruach. At the end of the day, and I looked at myself, I had a very challenging test last week. Very, very challenging. In the middle of my classes, I was going through a test. Wow. I'm like, thank you, Hashem. In the middle of my classes that I have to go through this test, it was great. Thank God, Baruch Hashem, I passed on Lagba Omer, saw a big Yeshua. But I recognized it was not the test itself, it was the fear behind it. The ruach, I, I didn't have ruach that week. I didn't have the breath, which, thank God, I was able to... Because I didn't breathe enough. But very simple. You can do Wim Hof breathing. Anytime you feel as... Uh, even, even if you're close to being... Just like imagine a person with diabetes. He checks his monitor. If you check your breath and you recognize it's low, fill up. Fill up. Go into Wim Hof breathing. That will completely change everything. Do a lot of breathing. Breathing helps you with this issue. Number four, I recommend also cold showers is also great. It interrupts patterns. Number five, accept embarrassing and insult with joy. That itself is like a cleansing. Number six, pray just to deal with this with humility. Don't be concerned about if you fail, get back up. Don't be concerned about the process. A prize, focus on the process. What you need to do is 
you have to pray a lot. 15 minutes a day, 20 minutes a day, save me from this problem, Hashem. Save me from this problem. Just like if you, all your merchandise is stuck in customs, you're not going to go pray, give me more money. You're asking yourself, please let me clear customs. Help me clear customs. This will clear customs. Don't pray for more money. Pray to clear customs. Pray to remove the blockages. It's not the money. It's the blockages. So you have to pray 50 minutes a day. Because remember, if you're really serious about something, the only way you do it is you have to pray for it. You have to allocate 15 minutes a day. Creator of the world, I know this problem in my life. It's causing me this. It's causing me this. I need your help. Allocate 15 minutes of prayer for that. Because remember, when we break a matzah, we get another addiction. You fix one addiction, another one comes. Only through prayer do you actually change the consciousness. Because you're only, you're only doing this because you're in a very low consciousness. If you were in a higher consciousness, you wouldn't need to do this. Because you would know, with clarity, that it's sabotaging every part of your life. Also be grateful for the challenge. Don't be depressed by the challenge. Be grateful because your Creator actually gave you this challenge to get you closer to Him. Your attitude has to be with gratitude and with humility. That's going to get you to the next day. If you have depression and anger, you're not going to get any results. Because your attitude is, God gave me this addiction so I can become and change my life. If it wasn't for this addiction I had, I would never come to Rav Nachman's teachings. I would never be here today. So ultimately, you have to be grateful for that challenge. And be thankful that you have that. And be thankful that you get rejected by girls. And be thankful that all this is going absolutely bad. Because if not, you would have never been connected. You need enough pain to get you to say, wow, it was all happening for me. So the attitude should not be, I'm hopeless, I'm despair. That's not going to get us anywhere. It's not good for heaven, and it's not good for you. Because you need courage and, and strength to do this. So the strength has to be completely different. Number seven, encourage others to do it. Reb Nachman said that the word yakar and carry, keruv, don't just do it by yourself. Get a group of people to do it. I can't go on these, on these groups, 40 days. I have enough groups in my head. I need, I, I need to, I, I'm so busy. But people should start mini groups by themselves, encouraging others to do it. Very important, encouragement. It not only helps you, but it helps them. So start with five, ten guys. I said in LA, if you, got, if you guys had met a certain amount of people, I would go back. I'm going to go back anyway in the future, but get a group of people to do it. This way shows accountability instead of doing it by yourself. Be vulnerable, be honest. God usually does not reject the prayer of the multitude. Pray for each other. Pray for each other. But there's no greater pain that I have. There's no greater pain that I have to be at a, an event with thousands of people or singles event, and the guys are afraid to talk up to, walk up to the girls. Do you understand? Where is that coming from? Pick out my bris. If you're confident, <laughs> you can tell anybody. Yeah, I can tell anybody. But when you, ha- when you have such low self-esteem, and you're so self-absorbed, oh, they're not going to like me. This is because of the klipa. But there's thousands of girls, thousands of Jewish girls, needing to get married, and there's guys, they don't even want to walk up to them, because they're afraid of rejection. Because they rejected themselves. They didn't reject themselves. They would walk up to them. You could sell anything. That's the problem. If you can't sell, imagine you have a store and you have a customer and the salesman doesn't want to walk up to the customer. What do you do? What do you do? That's it. Close up the business. Can't sell. What do you mean you can't sell? I'm afraid they're not going to buy. Okay, I'd rather not sell. I'd rather not go up to them. Okay, so what do we do? Close the business. Close the business. So this is another problem. So they get rejected by the right girls and they go after the wrong girls. They won't reject them. In bankruptcy court. So here we go again. At the end of the day, we're just fueling low self-esteem and we're making the problem much worse than it is. I, I'm, I'm telling you, I cry if I see the amount of people trying to get... I, I cry, I cry. There's no bigger pain. And this is what fuels me to really do these classes because nobody's hitting it on the head. Nobody's hitting on the head. You have to talk to them. And this is why I like it, that the fact that nobody... You do it in private, but you have to get this done. You have to get this done. And remember, when you start doing this, all kinds of headaches are going to come to you. Because you're going to, now you're finally going in the right direction. So all of a sudden, the temptations come, the old girlfriends start calling, all the headache starts coming. This is not an easy battle to deal with. 
I beg, I, I went through this battle. It is not an easy battle to deal with. You really have to be super focused. So again, encourage others to do it. Another great remedy is to give charity in secret. When you give charity in secret, it has the same numerical value of the Satan's wife, which is L-I-L-I-T-H. Tehillim is also 485. Charity in secret is 485. These three things combat it. Tikkun HaKlali is 485. Learning Torah also is going to help you tremendously for this. Because Torah, again, makes you happier. Gives you more spiritual. You're less likely to go into despair. Going to the mikvah. Tremendous remedy for this. Mikvah is like water. Mikvah is renewal. Mikvah is humility. Mikvah, you cannot, water, air cannot live in, in, in water. It suffocates. So you go to the mikvah, it cleanses you. Exercise is very, very important. Feeling, because remember, you need a lot of courage and self-restraint. So if you feel physically stronger, you're going to say, I got this. So those are 11 things. And obviously saying the tikkun aklali. I'm going to talk about tomorrow what the tikkun aklali. But this challenge is, because the tikkun aklali is a whole lesson unto itself. But it starts by, by getting enough leverage in your life to say, enough, enough. I can't deal with this. And I can't tell you today what, how much you will change, how much others will change, how much, how much I mean, just imagine me, by me changing, how many people were, are affected today by me changing. Just, just look what's happening in the world. Just how many people are affected by one person changing and creating a whole ripple effect because there's a concept in Judaism called no Jew can stay on the same level. So the minute I get up, I get upgraded, somebody else automatically gets upgraded. So just think about my success in my life in this area. How much people are affected by this? How many weddings? How many kids? How many things? I mean, I, I can't tell you. You could do the exact same thing. And this is exactly how we fix this. We are today in a world that we need to go into the ark. We are flooded with nothing but impurity in this world. It has never become worse than us. This is, a, this is Noah's flood, 2022. There's nothing but impurity out there. You see it in LA, New York, Miami, everywhere you see it. Tel Aviv, there's nowhere you run from it. No city, no place you can run to it. But you can go into the ark. And this is exactly why God destroyed the world. Why? Masturbation. <laughs> I mean, just look it up. So this is an Aaron or Nan. They have both died. Because they didn't get, they spilled outside. So I can't tell you how important this class is. Um, start, follow the advice. Again, this is 40 days. Women should also stop with the porn because they're only attracting people on this level. So you have to understand that. Women also are watching this. Women also are, 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 are getting this. And they're not going to go. And see, when a woman does not feel confident, she won't put the guy in his place. A, you need a woman that's, that's, that also is tough because if the woman is just going to listen to the guy, she's there also to help him. She's really there to help him, not enable him. So because they're also afraid, and, and guys don't like girls that are too, too easy. At the end of the day, they're going to walk all over you. You need also to have strength, the girls. And to put, say, no, this is what I do. These are my standards. I don't go below these standards. And guys will respect you for that. But when you, lose, when you drop your standards... And you're, because of that insecurity, because out of fear, you end up getting nothing. You end up getting nothing. So girls also need to, need, to, need, to, need to be stronger. And they can't just buy into the BS. Oh, I'm going to leave you if you don't sleep with me. Goodbye. It's not meant to be. And you'll see God will bless you. So girls also need to get a major grip on this. You, get a, you have to get out of this air mindset here. Waiting for miracles, waiting for Cinderella sticker, uh, shoes to come out. You also have to get a grip on this. You have to build a guy. And you will be 50% rewarded in this. That's one thing I want to have my wife do. She, she's firm. But you respect. You respect girls that are not saying in a bad way. But you need girls also that are firm. You cannot have enabling girls because they, they feel they're going to get rejected. And at the end of the day, they're getting rejected. Because people want what they can't have anyway. So if you give them what they want, they're going to leave anyway. Do you understand the problem? you understand the problem? God should help us. But ultimately, my whole goal here is obviously to, to get people married. My whole goal is really to have people. We, should, we have to procreate. 
And, and this can all be changed. And we, we're dealing today, 90% of, of, of Jews are not even affiliated today. I mean, the numbers are not good. So, and, so maybe the language needs to change. And, and, and not that they don't know, but they don't know better. If they knew better, and they could see this in an empowering way, they could see how much they could change their life. Now you're going to tell me there's plenty of people with money that do this. First of all, there's a couple issues with that. Money comes from mazal. Comes from heaven. Some people have mazal regardless. But the quality of their life, they could take the money and build it on drugs. Quality of your life is different. Second, sometimes the Yetzirah will invest in a bad guy and give him a lot of money so he can trap other people. So don't focus on other people. You, like, just like you say, if you're in the gym and you're trying to lose weight and this guy can eat everything and his metabolism is better than yours, that's up to heaven. He gave him better metabolism. But that's not going to help your metabolism. You have to deal with that struggle. So because you're saying, well, I don't understand why his metabolism is much faster than mine, I don't want to work out. Well, how's that going to help you? <laughs> metabolism is like mazal. Everybody has different metabolism, but the quality of your life, and the quality is dependent upon this issue. Mashem help us all, that we should all merit to do this challenge. Again, it's 40 days you do in a row. That's one layer. We've got to get to a point where you don't even think about this anymore. But 40 days in a row, and then this exactly what's going to help you is you're going to actually attract your wife or, or even a person Shalom Bayit also. If your Shalom Bayit looks like the Gaza Strip, this is also very connected to this also. It's very, very connected. This is why I don't even... When people tell me the issues, I said, do me a favor, work on the 40-day challenge. Because all the issues, a klipa causes problems. What a klipa does is it creates... It, it brings troubles to a person. And if we think it's the troubles. No, it's the klipa that causes the troubles. All of a sudden, you're, 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 you're getting engaged. Everything's great. Next thing you get too physical. Okay, what happens? The klipa comes. Oh, my mother-in-law doesn't like you anymore. My mother-in-law is moving in for three months. you mind? That's a klipa. That's a klipa. All the headaches. You're paying for the cater. All the problems. Klipas create problems. Create problems. We don't, why would you want to invite more problems? So tomorrow we're going to talk about exactly what the Tikkun HaKlali is. The 10 Psalms, what they mean. But today I just want to explain to you what the challenge is. It's 40 days. No masturbation. If you fall, you keep on coming. Going back up. Back up. Back up. Humble up and start over. Don't say, why me? Say, what do I need to do better? I fell. Ask yourself, why did you fall? Oh, I, f- I fell because I got sad in business. Why did you fall? I felt lonely at work. Go, go, go all of a sudden, uh, you know, go to a 12-step meeting. Do something to figure out from your failings itself, you should know what triggered you to fall. And learn from it. And then readjust, change procedure, change procedure, and go back completely differently with the new strategy. Don't say, I keep on falling, I keep on falling. That's not going to help you. What do I need to, what do I learn from this fall? What is it teaching me? If, the, if I'm falling at 9 o'clock at night, you know what? I'm going to go to a 9 o'clock class to fix it. Whatever it is, learn, learn from it. Learn from it, not just become a victim to saying, I, I, I got dealt with the, with the wrong hand in life. Okay? Have a great day.